All right, y'all, I'm going to be honest. I cannot stop thinking about Cozy, which is some of the most thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living that I've ever seen. And we have talked about Cozy's beautiful products before, but I really want to harp on the Cozy experience itself. Because not only is the delivery fast and free, but the purchasing process itself is actually fun. As someone who is notoriously bad at making decisions and commitments to things, the fact that Cozy allows me to fully customize pieces and then physically see them in my space through an augmented reality, well, they fully eliminated my fear of commitment. And when I say the furniture itself is so elegant, I mean it. Everything is carefully designed in Canada with the intention to enhance any space with high quality products at a fair price. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com to start customizing your furniture today. That's C-O-Z-E-Y dot com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. I know I do. But I think it's equally as important to know what you do with that time if you had it. But learning how to prioritize what's important to me didn't come naturally. It's taken a lot of wonderful, loving people, including a couple of really great therapists, to get me there. Now, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I do believe the world would be so much better if everyone had access to a good therapist that did the right thing for them. But until we get to my perfect utopia, I will never stop searching for ways to make self-help and therapy and life improvement more accessible. So if you have personally been thinking of starting therapy, maybe BetterHelp is the right thing for you. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And ideally, if you find the right match for you, we can all learn how to make time for what makes us really happy. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash make your bed. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, I'm talking about some specific strategies that we can use to infuse more joy into our lives once we've made it an effort to prioritize it. And ideally, you've started brainstorming different things that actually bring you joy. And for me personally, this was the hardest part. Tapping into what really brought me the same amount of joy that I used to feel as a child the same amount of free, the same amount of peace. And sometimes it took trial and error. Sometimes it took stepping out of my comfort zone. But sometimes it took a mindset shift. I had to think about who my most fun friends were and let go of some of the prejudice I had against hanging out with them as an adult. Some of my more fun friends aren't the most quote-unquote effectively productive, efficient people. But learning there's a time and a place to embrace that type of energy is, like anything else, a practice. And yesterday, I talked about the important impact of faking a smile. How, when all else fails, faking a smile can trick your brain into releasing endorphins and oxytocin and dopamine and all the other feel-good chemicals to reinforce that happiness. But I also discovered in one study from Michigan State University, bus drivers who smiled as a result of thinking about a positive event were generally in more upbeat moods than the workers who fake smiled. So science suggests that a full genuine grin, one that involves your facial muscles around the eyes and incorporates the memory of the feeling you felt when you felt that joy, can spark a change in brain activity related to a good mood. 
Another strategy to improve your immediate happiness is to buy shit. But as you're probably well aware, the joy we feel out of making a purchase is not only incredibly temporary, but if you can't afford to make those purchases, it can actually make general well-being feelings worse. But spending on experiences, such as tickets to a play or to a new place, things you can look forward to rather than things, can create a more lasting sense of contentment. However, there was a study co-authored by Ryan T. Howell of San Francisco State University, and they found that people fail to get pleasure from objects or experiences if their reason for getting them is not personal, and they're only getting them for bragging rights. So if you like smaller shindigs, don't throw a big blowout party just so you can get some likes on Facebook. Instead, indulge in what makes you personally feel delighted and spend your money cultivating that instead of what you think will make you look like you're having fun. But when I think about joy and fun, I can't not think about play. And us as adults honestly kind of suck at playing. But Vagdevi Munir, a relationship therapist certified by the Gottman Institute in Seattle and founder of the Center for Relationships in Austin, Texas, when talking about playfulness with someone else, Vigdevi says, playfulness energizes both of you and gets your brains in sync. It also lightens the vibe of a relationship, and it helps manage the business of our lives. Otherwise, life can get to be too much about errands and bills and managing things. She likes to tell couples that she works with, I can help you fight better, but that's not nearly as effective as if I help you play better. So if you only tend to reach out to a certain friend or certain partner or certain family member when you're stressed, start sending them more playful, thoughtful, and fun invitations and texts. It might not feel like it, like there's any time for fun, but when you prioritize it, you'll realize how much time you were wasting being stressed when it could have been replaced with joy. But in all of these scenarios, it's important to have a backup plan. You probably have a stockpile of batteries and flashlights in case your electricity goes out. So it could be really effective to come up with a backup plan in case your mood fails too. Michelle Phillips, a performance coach in Piermont, New York, and the author of Happiness is a Habit, has a group of friends who have dubbed themselves The Village. I can call them any time my day is going badly and they'll change my frame of mind. She recalls sitting at a bar in Colorado after her divorce. She says she was throwing a pity party for herself, but she called one of her village friends who helped her shift the thinking from poor me to lucky me. And it's good to have these people in your back pocket. But if you don't have those people, come up with a menu to hack your dopamine. Little things that bring you little pieces of joy, like going for short walks in the sun or taking a dip in the pool or taking a quick shower. Things that can reset and refresh your day. But literally plan it out so that if there is an emergency with bad mood, you won't be spending that bad mood wallowing because you don't know what else to do. Instead, you'll have an action plan. But in general, for total well-being and happiness, you're going to need a mix of activities that gives you joy and a deeper sense of meaning. There's this concept called the pleasure purpose principle. If happiness were only about pleasure, people would not have kids. They would not help others. So to be truly happy, we need feelings of purpose. I'm thinking volunteer work or a cooking class, because the positive feelings that come from those sorts of activities can help train your brain's neurons to overcome its negativity bias. 
As neuropsychologist Rick Hansen explains in his book, Hardwiring Happiness, the brain is all too good at remembering adverse experiences, which he traces to ancestors who had to focus on threats like predators in order to survive. But when you rack up your feel-good experiences that give you a sense of achievement, they not only feel good in the moment, but they build a buffer against the disappointing experiences. Because as we know, disappointing experiences are unavoidable. But the more we can curate these enjoyable experiences, the more of a barrier they'll create between your identity and the negative ones. So today I'll leave you with this. Instead of saying, I am sad, or I am unfulfilled, or I am bored, start saying, I feel sad. I feel unfulfilled. I feel bored. So that you can separate your identity from these feelings, and you can better address the feelings as a whole. Because feelings are just trying to communicate with us. And once we can learn what they're trying to communicate, rather than identifying with them, we can work to shift them to better suit our actual identity and our values. Speaking of shifting, it's time to shift to the saddest part of the show. It's time to go, my friends. I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, cutie. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.